0: Welcome back for episode 46 of Self-Signed Artist. If you've been paying attention to new technology recently, you may have heard of NFTs. Today, we're talking about how NFTs might affect the music industry and your artist career.
1: You're listening to Self-Signed Artist, the podcast that helps independent musicians run their brand like a business. Now, your hosts, Kobe Nelson and Jake Mannix.
0: How's it going, everybody? I'm Kobe Nelson, and I'm here with Jake Mannix. Hello, hello. What's up, Jake? How you doing today?
1: I'm doing all right. The weather was good today. Got outside with my dogs for a little bit. It was all right.
0: We're recording on a Monday for once. This is kind of unusual.
1: Yeah, yeah, Entirely. Totally yeah. out of the element, out of our element.
0: <laughs> we normally record on Sundays, so this is a little bit weird. Yesterday I had some sessions and stuff like that, so we weren't able to record. So we're mixing it up, doing it a day later. Oh, yeah. So our topic today is something that's a little bit different from stuff that we normally talk about because it's not 100% related to only music, but it has big implications for music and the music industry, especially some things that have happened recently in the music industry. I'll admit up front that it's not a topic that I know a ton about. I had to do a fair amount of reading before this episode just to make sure that I had a general concept for how this works. I don't know, Jake, for you, how much prior knowledge you had.
1: Oh, yeah. Same thing. (laughs) Same thing. Just learning about it uh, recently.
0: Yeah, so I mean I think that it's that's the case for a lot of people because it's a fairly new thing just in general. So we just kind of want to have a discussion about it and talk about maybe how it could affect the music industry going forward. So our topic for the day is NFTs. So maybe you haven't heard of an NFT yet. We're going to talk about what that is. But if you've been paying attention to kind of like the music news Lately, you might have seen it come up as a topic, and that's because a lot of musicians and artists, especially big name artists, are starting to jump on using NFTs as a way to make a lot of money for themselves. So there's currently a lot of money coming into a select few big name artists through selling NFTs. The the one that I heard of most recently, I think it was the first album that was sold as an NFT, was Kings of Leon, which was it within the last month. Jake, do you know of any other artists who are kind of jumping on this?
1: We've got MF Doom.
0: I saw Grimes released something. I don't know if it was yeah. music or art, but
1: a collection.
0: A little vague, yeah. A collection <laughs> of digital art. Who else who else was
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Dead Mouse released some um... Three, I don't know how to pronounce it. Three Lau, I'm gonna go with. Um, did a re-release for like a third anniversary of one of his records, hmm. and I think I think he sold a, like 11 copies for like 3.6 million or something.
0: Yeah, like that. there's like big money changing hands over these new NFTs. Like, yeah, I think Grimes made like five point something million dollars. Like it's, there's a lot of money going around. So it's, I think it's caught att- the attention of a lot of musicians and a lot of like music media outlets and stuff like that. So let's talk a little bit about what an NFT is and then we can dive in a little bit deeper into how it relates to music specifically. So Jake, do you want to give us a, just a quick rundown of like what NFT stands for and like what it is?
1: Oh yeah. So NFT stands for non-fungible token. Mm. And uh, what does fungible mean? (laughs) Uh, Fungible means it is able to be replaced or it is interchangeable. So non-fungible token, meaning this is a token that you cannot just replace. You can't replace this token and it's not an interchangeable token.
0: Mm. So yeah, I think there are a couple questions that kind of come along with that term non fungible token the first is fungible which yeah that's the perfect example of that i guess another example of something that's fungible would be something like money like a dollar bill like a dollar bill is interchangeable with other dollar bills they have the same value if you use one dollar bill for something you don't need to get back that same dollar bill to have the same value if that makes sense yeah they're kind of all the same thing. Like if you went to the store and you bought a bag of rice and then you got home and you realized that there was a big like tear in the bag or something like that, you could bring that back to the grocery store and they're going to give you another identical bag of rice. It's interchangeable. You don't care which bag of rice you have. You just have a bag of rice. So that's fungible um, meaning it can be interchanged. So non fungible, like you said, can't be interchanged. I think the other question, this is still kind of a question that I have, is about uh, a token and what a token is.
1: So how I've been thinking of it is like obviously the first thing that came to mind when I hear token is like gaming token. Yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> but I've I've just started to think of it as like how people say a token of my gratitude. Like it's just something.
0: Ooh, that's you know what I mean? a good way to think of it. Yeah.
1: It's just something that means something and that's, that's it,
0: dude. <laughs> yeah, I think that's absolutely right. I, I think for, so for the, the context of like what we're talking about here, where things are being sold as NFTs, as non-fungible tokens, I think the, the meaning of token really has to do with like authenticity. Like it's just something to state that like, this is what it says it is, it's the real thing, uh, and you can own it, even though it's like a digital a digital whatever it is, whether that's like a, a song or a piece of art or something like that. It's a, a certificate basically that says like, you own this thing. So it's, it's something that is unique, even though it's housed within like a, a digital file, it's scarce or it's rare because like there are only either one or only so many of them that are actually made or minted. And we can talk more about what that means too, because that's kind of a com- confusing topic. It's like indivisible. So it can't be like broken up. You can't sell part of your token or part of your NFT and it can't be copied. That's kind of like the big thing, especially with digital stuff, uh, which we'll talk about more like art or uh, songs and and things like that. You can't take an NFT and create a copy of it. It it loses its value in that case. And because of all of those things, it is ownable. It's something that you can buy and have for yourself, or it's something that you can then sell and make money off of, where you can't really do that with normal digital stuff. Like you can't, if you bought a song on iTunes, you can't sell it to your friend. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's, that's not a, it's, it doesn't, have a value in the same way that other like physical things have value if it's digital. So that's kind of what these artists are doing now. They're selling digital stuff that is unique and traceable and verifiable as unique because that's what an NFT is. It's verifiable as a thing, what it is. I think that's like a decent place to start. I'm sure some people are still a little bit confused. I mean, (laughs) full disclosure, like there are still things about this that confuse me. Um, Oh yeah. So I guess maybe we can talk a little bit about like the history of any NFTs, like where they came from. Cause this isn't original with music. It originated with other digital things beforehand. So maybe we can talk about that a little bit. I don't know if this is correct, but I read this somewhere. I don't even remember where anymore, but I believe that the concept of NFTs actually came from gaming with the idea being like, if you're playing some game, it might've even been uh, World of Warcraft, which I'm not a gamer, so I don't know anything about that either. (laughs) But within a game, you have things that are fungible and things that maybe would be desired to be non-fungible. So maybe you have like arrows or something, like ammunition that's fungible. Like it doesn't matter which one you get, it's an arrow, you shoot it. And then you, maybe you have something that's non-fungible that would have more value, like a specific sword or specific armor or something like that. I think that's where the idea of non-fungible tokens came from, like digital things that are not copyable, reproducible, like you own the only copy of it. I, I mean, that makes sense to me as an origin for this concept. But again, I don't know if that's, for sure where it started i think where most people are familiar with nfts is with art that's the first place that i heard it heard of them with digital art and i think the one that really caught everybody's attention is uh the sale of an nft of i forget what it's called but it's like that i think it's that like rainbow pop tart cat meme you know what i'm talking about
1: yeah but what is it what what does that mean to nfts
0: It, I think that was, it was sold as an NFT, like the meme. Yeah. So it, it like, obviously that's where people started to get confused because it's like, it's a meme. It's everywhere. Everybody's seen it. It's probably come across your computer screen hundreds or thousands of times just randomly, but somebody essentially bought the original of it for a lot of money. So that's like, That's the first, I think that's the first place that I heard of NFTs. And I might be getting that slightly wrong if it's that specific cat or something like that. It was something cat related (laughs) as digital art that was sold as an NFT. I don't know, Jake, to me, that was really confusing hearing that, that you could like buy the original of a piece of digital art, but it was still like digital. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, I understand it. I get it because like maybe, maybe because people are designing, I think I said this maybe last episode or maybe I'm just losing my mind, but (laughs) people are designing like virtual worlds, Mm. a lot of them. So maybe these NFTs can be used in your own virtual space in those virtual worlds. Like you could display your art and your music and stuff. But I don't entirely understand it either because people can- duplicate mp3s and stuff so correct i'm not sure i don't know what that looks like i haven't i haven't really looked too far into that yet
0: well so here here's the thing that i think has kind of solidified this for me in my mind is that sure you can buy or not even buy you can just like download copies of things that have been made as nfts but what the nft is is basically a certification that something is the original so i had an idea that kind of solidified this In my mind. So let's take the Mona Lisa as a non digital example of like the NFT concept. So you have the Mona Lisa, obviously super valuable. Everybody knows what it is. You can go view it and stuff like that. But you can also buy a poster of the Mona Lisa. It's still the same picture, it's still the same likeness of her. um, And you could hang that on your wall. But that's not the Mona Lisa that you have on your wall. You know you know what I mean? Like yeah. you have a poster of the Mona Lisa. You don't have the Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa is a unique thing. It's the original. So that's kind of like what an NFT is. If you buy an NFT, you have the digital original. You own that thing. And then if people copy it and post a picture of it, that's not the NFT. That's not the original because it doesn't have that non-fungible token, basically that certificate of authenticity. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it it just it just drives home the point of like the only people that care about it are the people that care about it. I don't know how (laughs) else to explain that.
0: That's true. I I mean that's where the value comes from because like people have to care about it to buy it. (laughs) You you need uh I guess this
1: you need like a community around it.
0: Exactly, yeah. This, I think this can kind of connect us back to the music industry now, because in the music industry currently, the NFT concept has mostly been used kind of as like a, a merch selling platform. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, it's not that if you're selling an NFT of your album or something like that, that other people can't go on Spotify and listen to the album. You know? Yeah. Like, so Kings of Leon sold their album as an NFT. So they're basically taking a digital version of it, creating this non-fungible token attached to it to say that this is the original, and then they can sell that to a super fan, essentially, for a ton of money. But you still have that music that can be streamed on streaming platforms. It's just not the original. Right. It's not the... The unique one. So, <laughs> I mean, I, that's still, I think, to a lot of people, is going to be a, a confusing idea.
1: There's uh, one producer named Illmind that did something cool where he sold a sample pack as an NFT and basically said, listen, whoever the highest bidder is, you can have a chance to collaborate with me. Mm. So, I don't know what, in what capacity. Um, but it's, it just, it just shows that you can kind of customize the user experience a little bit.
0: Yeah. I think that's one of the things that's actually really cool about it. Like artists are getting creative with how they're structuring their businesses again, and they're using it as a way to actually connect even deeper with their fans. Like that collaboration thing you just mentioned is a really good example since it's kind of like this high ticket rare item, like as an artist, you have an actual connection with that fan. Like you know who the person is that bought your NFT. That's a really interesting thing for an artist business. And that that's a really appealing thing as a fan. And I think this really has kind of shined a light on some of the shortcomings of the music industry as a whole the way it has stood for the last few years where it's been mostly streaming-focused. Like, it's no secret that streaming hasn't worked really well for most artists. Like, there are a select few that do really, really well with streaming, get millions and millions and millions of streams and can actually make a good living on that. But for the vast majority of people, that's not the case at all. I think in a lot of people's minds, streaming has kind of devalued music as an art where you know like through negotiations with record labels and stuff like that streaming platforms pay they 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 give fractions of a cent on every play and then for artists they're receiving I don't know maybe 10 to 12 percent of that fraction of a cent while the record label is getting the rest of it it's like big business is taking a huge chunk of a really, really, really small amount of money to begin with. So I think a lot of artists have kind of felt that, especially if like you're not a Taylor Swift or whatever like ginormous artist with tons and tons and tons of streams. It can kind of feel like your music doesn't have that much value, even if you have a dedicated fan base of like super, super loyal super fans, essentially who your music is extremely valuable to. You know what I mean? So like streaming platforms kind of like has made this imbalance in the value of music where it values just like pure popularity over the actual value to a person. Yeah. You know, like you don't go on Spotify and say how much you, how much this music that you're listening to means to you. Right. But NFTs are kind of a way for you to do that. If you're a super fan, you could buy the NFT of an artist for however much it's worth to you. It becomes like a free market again versus I don't even know what you would consider streaming platforms. It's just like price set. Yeah, yeah. For each stream or whatever. I mean, this is getting into economics and stuff. <laughs> another area that I like just don't know anything about. <laughs> um, so there's only going to be so much that I can talk about there. I don't know. Is there anything you want to add to that, Jake?
1: Uh, Yeah, just that Maybe the misconception that uh, NFTs will somehow replace streaming. I don't really see that happening. I just kind of see it as like like an extra to kind of like a, just an add-on to what we already have, like a Patreon kind of deal. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that pa- the Patreon idea is, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It is kind of that. It's like, it's an and, not an or. It's not replacing streaming. It's just adding to it. Uh, and it's adding value by creating this kind of like open marketplace where fans can determine the value of the music. I think that's kind of the key. Like as a fan buying an NFT, you're paying however much it's worth to you. Like it's an auction, essentially. You can you can pay as much as you want to get the NFT to own the original thing. One other thing I think that's that is kind of interesting that goes along um, with this idea of ownership is how it affects royalties, because I think this is kind of a, another potential way for artists to get royalty money. So a- another kind of key thing about NFTs that we didn't really mention is that they are resellable. Like if you buy an NFT, it's like buying an item or like buying a piece of art You can buy a piece of art and then you can resell it at a profit. You could sell it for more than you bought it for and earn money off of that. One addition to that that goes along with just NFTs versus art is that the original creator of the NFT gets a commission every time the NFT is resold. So like if I create an NFT and I sell it to somebody for 10 bucks or 10,000 bucks, and then they sell it to somebody for 20,000 bucks, I'm going to get a cut of that as the original creator of the NFT. So I earn a royalty on that. Whereas if I paint a, a portrait of somebody and sell that, that person then owns it and they can sell it again and I don't see any of that money. So that's one of the things that's nice about this being like in the digital world. And this is an area I definitely don't want to get into, but uh, a buzz term that you might've heard if you've Research NFTs at all is that it lives on the blockchain. So it's basically the same as like cryptocurrencies, like Bitcoin or Ethereum and stuff like that, where it there's a, a record of every transaction that's happened. So that when somebody sells something, I, as the creator of the NFT, would know about that. I would know it's been sold and I would get a commission. So I think that's a that could potentially be a big thing for artists going forward for musicians going forward. I guess we need to distinguish between visual artists and musicians in this case. Does that make sense? Jake, do you see like a possibility for that?
1: I think that's going to be great going forward because you see all the time artists talking about, um, you know, their, the, the bad deals that they signed or, you know, like posting pictures of their royalty checks or whatever. So this will kind of, and like as you're saying, this will kind of put the power back in the artist's hands, to like to a certain degree, right? So I think it'll be awesome.
0: Yeah, it's that direct connection to fans, and then it also has that like tail of as it's resold, money continues to come in. I think at this point, probably if you're listening to this episode, you're wondering maybe how this is going to affect. You and your music career versus some giant artist, and I think this is where NFTs are still kind of a gray area where we haven't quite figured out how it's going to affect the wider market. It's still, I think, pretty much a, a niche thing that only only people who are like familiar with cryptocurrencies and stuff like that have really like gotten into it. Is that the sense you've gotten Jake? Like, I feel like the only people who are like getting into NFTs are the people who are also kind of up to date on cryptocurrency stuff.
1: Yeah. I would say that. I would say that.
0: So as a, an artist or a band who is not into cryptocurrency and maybe doesn't have a 50 million person following What does this mean for you? And I think the answer to that right now, unfortunately, is not a whole lot. Um, You are free to create NFTs and sell them and make money off of them. And all of the things that we talked about so far that are benefits with that, like the royalties and stuff like that's all true still. But I don't think that most people can expect to create an NFT and then make millions and millions of dollars off of it like these big name artists are right and i think the key concept that goes along with that is that an nft is still kind of a collectible sort of thing you can think of it as like a rare collectible so if you as an artist aren't able to sell a whatever a t-shirt or something as a high ticket high price like rare collectible then you're probably not going to be able to sell an nft as that. It's the same thing, it just lives in a digital realm. Does that make sense?
1: Oh yeah, big time. I think of it like like when I was in high school, early high school, late middle school whatever, my band had shirts. Yeah. And like our, like our girlfriends and family would buy them.
0: <laughs> and like right.
1: that's cool, but we're not that's not our we're not making like our living off of that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if we had a bigger audience, you know, it could be or it could be at least a part of it. It could be at least another income stream,
0: right? Somebody now, how many, however many years later, might like buy that T-shirt for whatever, right, ten right. grand or something like that, you know? Yeah. So I mean, there's that potential, I guess. Maybe if maybe it would be worth it for artists to like get in on the ground floor <laughs> here, like before you've made it big, make a couple NFTs and then try and grow them in value. Whoa. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sort of talking about something I, have, I don't know anything about <laughs> with that as a concept, <laughs> but I don't know, maybe that's an idea to explore. And a reason to start looking at NFTs seriously is that they can be resold and gain value and you get a cut of that. I don't know, possibly something to think about as like a future sort of investment. As far as like how NFTs are going to change the way we consume music day to day though. Do you have any thoughts on that, Jake? Do you think that there is any possibility that NFTs are going to change the way we consume music, like change streaming, for example?
1: I don't know if it will be NFTs, but I think it'll be something in the realm of like what's being developed right now. Because I remember quick story. I remember like 10 years ago, literally 10 years ago in my high school film class and my band had just recorded an EP we got the mixes back, and we were like, okay, we need to get this on iTunes. And we had no idea how to get it on iTunes. <laughs> yeah. We had absolutely no idea how to get it on iTunes. And you couldn't – there was no distro kid. There was – like, right. I think one of them was CD Baby, and you had to, like, send – like, what? You want me to send my CD? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> but now, 10 years later, dude, you can make a whole song and upload it, cover it and everything right on your phone.
0: Right. So yeah. – it cut out the middleman, kind of. I mean, there's still sort of a.
1: And now, like, iTunes is iTunes doesn't even exist anymore. Right. Oh my gosh, yeah. So, so to try and and like think about what this is gonna look like in 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 ten years, I don't know if NFTs will still be the thing. Maybe it'll be something else. But I think it'll. I think something's coming. I think something cool is coming.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how I think about it too. I don't. I think NFTs will probably stick around for a while, and, and maybe they'll continue to just be a thing at, that's sort of like a, a niche like collectibles sort of market. The thing that I'm curious about is if there's any way that the technology that makes NFTs possible, like the blockchain technology, which again I don't want to get into, yeah, because uh, I don't understand it. Yeah, I but no if <laughs> <laughs> but if that has potential to change the way that, um, money, like, yeah, the, the way that streaming or, or the regular consumption of music is like tracked and paid for. You know Mm. what I mean? I mean, that's a super vague thing that I just said, but like, that's, that's what I feel like maybe there's some potential there for changing the overall music industry and how we consume music or, I guess more accurately how artists get paid for streaming and their music, what that looks like. I don't know. I'm not smart enough for that. I'll leave that to the smart computer people, uh, to figure all that stuff out. uh (laughs) (laughs) Right. But yeah, I don't know. Do you have any other things to talk about on this topic, Jake? That's kind of all I had, uh, to say. I just wanted to have a quick discussion about this as uh, an overall broad topic.
1: Yeah, no, nothing crazy. Um, I'm really excited to learn more about it. I'm very excited to see what some of the artists that I like do with it or maybe things that are outside of, I don't know, just that that, this whole thing that I have no idea about, I'm excited to learn more about.
0: Yeah, same. And make sure that after you're done listening to this episode, you go over to selfsignartist.com, where we have set up our new NFT marketplace where you can buy this episode (laughs) (laughs) as an NFT uh, and keep it for forever or until you sell it for $10,000 and then give us a cut of it.
1: And dude, we really could, that's the funny thing.
0: <laughs> that's the, the funny thing. We probably could, but yeah. <laughs> Do you want to wrap us up Jake?
1: Yeah. 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 All right guys. So that's going to bring us to the the end of the episode. Please, please, please share this with someone who knows anything about NFTs. <laughs> and uh, if you know anything about NFTs, please contact myself or Kobe We'd love to talk to you about it. And if anyone's released music under an NFT or as an NFT,
0: oh yeah,
1: uh, we would love to hear from you and, and talk to you about that. So yeah, it was kind of fun to speculate on what, what might happen with this regarding uh, music because I don't know, I feel like it's not too often that new exciting things happen in music technology.
0: Yeah, definitely. And this is very much new and very much uh, interesting and exciting. Oh, so yeah. And yeah, I I would definitely second that, that if you know anything, just reach out to us uh, and we'd love to talk to you about this and hear about your thoughts on it and your experiences, if you have any, especially. And that's all we have for you on this episode. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Self-Signed Artist.
1: Peace.